Hello, welcome to Thy Kingdom Come, Day 3. We're still talking about the roots of evangelism, and today we're looking at God the Holy Spirit, breath of life. Evangelism means offering an invitation, a worldwide come to the party. It's more than that, since it's also a royal summons, but we'll come to that later. This worldwide invitation meets us vividly in the book of Isaiah, where God says, Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and if you've got no money, well, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. In other words, God has prepared a party, and we're all invited. Jesus picked up that invitation and reissued it in his own name. If anybody's thirsty, he shouted out, they should come to me and have a drink. Anyone who believes in me will have rivers of living water flowing out of their heart, just like the Bible says. Now, obviously, the thirst in both cases, Isaiah and Jesus, isn't just physical thirst, though in the hot, dusty Middle East, that's always a present reality. Thirst here is a picture for the way in which we all feel dusty, dirty, messed up in various ways, unsatisfied, scratchy, troubled. And Jesus is bringing into sharp focus what the ancient prophet had promised, that the one true God whom Jesus is actually embodying is offering living, fresh water that will go down deep into the very core of our personalities, rinsing us out, healing the hurts, washing away guilt and fear, letting all that mess disappear down the drain and leaving us with the sense of being refreshed, clean, whole again. A central part of evangelism is telling people that the party is happening and that they are on the guest list. So what is this living water? John, writing up the story in his Gospel, explains Jesus said this about the Spirit which people who believed in him were to receive. Were to receive? What, what's that about? He explains again, the Spirit wasn't available yet because Jesus was not yet glorified, which, for John the Evangelist, refers to the time when Jesus revealed the glory of God's incarnate love in being crucified in the place of sinners in order to overcome the powers of the world. So, the gospel offer of the living water goes closely with the gospel fact of Jesus' saving, victorious death. Those who want the water must come to the Jesus whose crucifixion rescued them from sin so that his own spirit could appropriately come and live within them. When I come to believe that Jesus died for me, I can already feel the rush of that living water coursing through the sin-stained recesses of my life. But it doesn't stop there. After his resurrection, Jesus breathes his Spirit into his followers, like God himself breathing life into the first humans in Genesis. And Jesus says, As the Father sent me, so I'm sending you. When you receive the living water, in other words, you don't become an inland lake like the Dead Sea, with everything flowing in and nothing flowing out. You become like a small lake high up in the mountains, collecting sparkling water, which will then flow on outwards to refresh others as well. When you accept the invitation, you also learn to pass it on.